Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. cherish and honor the opportunity to come across your earwaves, your radios, your uh, whatever the case may be, your cell phones, and and uh, it's just an honor. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for taking the time. And we've been studying the book of Proverbs. We're really excited about Proverbs number three. We tried to bite off, I think, a little more than we could chew. Stephanie aptly pointed that out at the beginning yesterday uh, with verses five and six. So we ended up yesterday going through Proverbs chapter three. Uh, the third proverb, and we end up going through the first four verses. So today we're going to attempt to go five through ten. No promises, but we're going to give it a try. Now, I promised you yesterday, coming out of the podcast, that we had big news for you. So on October 30th, October 30th is a, uh, a special day on the calendar, a terrible day for Stephanie, but also a special day for the service of her husband and uh, late, her late husband, missionary martyr, Charles Wesco. And, and uh, brother Charles uh, gave his life uh, for service to his king, his God, his savior, um, lived for eternity, and uh, his life was taken on August 30th. So on August 30th, we're going to be playing a sermon by Charles Wesco. It's going to be a little bit longer than usual, but that's okay. We're Looking forward to playing that for you folks and putting it out there, and we're really excited. Uh, we think you'll enjoy listening to Charles, a uh, very astute gentleman, and uh, we think it'll be a blessing to you. Now, with all that being said, Stephanie, we know that October is a hard time of the year for you, and as we creep up on October 30th and all these things, I I think it's any day now you leave uh, three years ago uh, for Cameroon. Now, what day did you leave to go to Cameroon? The 17th. So Sunday will be three years. So three years ago on October 17th, they left for Cameroon. They were in Cameroon uh, 12 days, and and, uh, Charles gave his life in service to our God, the greatest uh, greatest life you can live, the greatest life you can give. And uh, I'm proud to know Stephanie as kids. I never met Charles in life on this side of heaven. I look forward to meeting him someday. But I'm certainly pretty good buds with his kids and his his widow. So – we're excited about playing that on the 30th, Stephanie. And uh, any insight you want to give us real quickly as we lead up to that and how uh, how Charles led his life? Or... Well, I mean. Yeah. These are hard things, uh, brothers and sisters. And, and uh, this is a hard time of the year for my friend Stephanie and, and – uh, Though I can't understand it, God gives me the empathy to know that Stephanie's really going through a battle right now, and, and let's pray for her. And uh, If you'd like, Stephanie, we could uh, skip over this part. Well, the, whole, the message that um, we'll be playing on the 30th was Charles Heartbeat, and that was living in light of eternity. Yeah. And... I'm so, so thankful, you know, there, there was times on deputation, I was like, can you please 
come up with a new sermon because I am so tired of hearing this one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) But I am so, so, so thankful he didn't. I'm so thankful he never lost his zeal and his passion to challenge people. What were they living for? And he knew firsthand he had had to make that choice. What am I living for? Am I going to live for the praise of men now? Or am I going to live for the praise of my God? Am I going to live to lay up treasures in heaven? And that, that was his heartbeat um, throughout our marriage. And it became more and more and more his heartbeat up to the day he died. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time he died, I have not a doubt in my mind that Charles was experiencing hmm. an abundant life. Yeah. Praise God. And so, um, because of that, I don't think there's a more fitting way um, to honor who he was, but to just share that with people and to remind them, you know, it's not about, it's not about your houses. It's not about your lands. It's about knowing that someday you're either going to hear or you're not going to hear well done. And what are you living for now? Because it's going to affect that moment. That is the most priceless moment in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for taking a minute to share that with us. And uh, living for eternity is the only way to live. So we have this segment. You might be a knucklehead if, and yesterday I brought up this subject that I thought was really important. These people who, live on Facebook like the movie stars or something and have to chronicle everything and and make videos and all that. But there's another group of people on social media that freak me out. They're those people who never in their life even took a class to be an EMT or a certified nursing assistant who play doctors on Facebook. Stop it. (laughs) I do not want your medical advice. I had somebody write me a couple years ago that said, you know, we found a, there's a cure for cancer. All you got to do is this, this, and this. And, and then the, then the poor brother's wife has cancer now. And uh, oh. and the, the cure is not working out for her. And, and you know, God decides the before and half times of our habitation. Folks, stop playing doctors on Facebook, telling people what to do, what to look for. It's okay to tell your friend, hey, you got this COVID thing or you got this cancer stuff. I hear this does good. But don't openly share 26 paragraphs on everybody's Facebook page with your brilliance and your medical training of which you have none. Stop it. Cut it out. Don't do that anymore. I don't like that, man. That freaks me out. Don't play somebody you're not. You know who I am? Big dumb guy. That's who I am. That I accept that. That's who I am. And, uh, you know, the sooner off you accept who you are, the better you'll be, you know, God lets me get on the radio once in a while. And, uh, you know, and do those things, hang out with Debbie, hang out with the kids. He, he lets me do podcasts with Stephanie. It's amazing how God brought together her tragic, uh, story that you guys know, uh, very well. And I do recommend you buy her book. I, uh, you know, find an abundant life and death and, and, uh, to die is gained, find an abundant life and death. Um, I, I think, I think Stephanie, that we can't play Facebook doctors anymore. I don't think we should do that. I think we can post articles from real doctors. I think we well, can do those things. I think we can write what we believe, but playing Facebook doctors is weird. Well, it's, I think it comes, I mean, we, it's, it's fun to call it being a knucklehead, but it's honestly um, being proud and arrogant. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, 
the the ladies last night, they asked me, um, you know, what were some of the worst things you had said to you after your husband died? You know, they were looking for advice on what, what to say, what not to say when someone goes through a loss and they were, they were dying hearing some of the things that were said to me, but the people that were the know-it-alls yeah. and, and made themselves the doctors to fix whether it was the yeah. trauma I was feeling or then yeah. when I started having liver tumors and it's like, I didn't ask you for advice. I did not come to you and ask you, what do you think I should do for this? So please don't give it. Yeah. Um, those kinds of people, they turn you off. They, they do. You, they do. You're they, not they, a help they, at that they, point. You're they, honestly making an idiot out of yourself. They, they freak me out. And, uh, you know, and if you're a hundred pounds overweight, don't try to sell me a drink or something that's going to make me all healthy. Stop it. Lose your hundred pounds and you can sell me whatever you want. But, uh, or you can at least get your foot in the door. Cut it out. If you're not healthy. You're not healthy. Don't try to say you can get other people healthy. Oh, this has changed my life. No, it hasn't. You still got to go to the big section in the store to buy your clothes and it hasn't changed that much. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. I wanted to get that off my mind. And uh, that's always bothered me too. That's why my pulse is running 63 right now is because I got all that off my heart and mind. And, and so then we talk about, then we have this segment, we talk about food that's right with God. And yeah. uh, we talk about, uh, you know, sometimes books that are right with God, places to visit that are right with God. Last time we talked about your local church being the most important place to visit. And I think a place that's right with God is your prayer room, your prayer closet, under your desk, wherever it is where you go to battle against this world, where you communicate with a wonderful God, with a living God, with the, uh, when you go vertically, man, it goes out horizontally. When you pray to God and talk to him and tell him what's on your heart and mind and read his word and let him talk to you. And then God puts those prayer requests. It's an eternal thing. So folks, a place that is right with God is your prayer room. So go to your prayer room, stop playing a doctor and don't give people weight advice. If you're fat, I think that's what this whole segment <laughs> came down to. Did I miss anything, Stephanie? I think we got it all, you know, and stop saying you're big boned. You know, I hate that. <laughs> Listen, when I was in the army, I went to a, uh, an arthritis doctor. I forgot what they call these, his specialty, but anyway, he, uh, he, they took an x-ray. He called other doctors in to look how big my bones were. I have big bones. That doesn't mean I get to be fat. I had the biggest bones he ever saw. He said, man, you got big bones. You're like a, a thousand year old guy. You're just big everywhere. I said, sorry, you know, I'm just a big bone dude. <laughs> I can't help it. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off my heart. And so um, so now we're on Proverbs chapter 3. And, man, we're 10 minutes in. But we did help the knuckleheads. I think we gave them something of value there. I, this is why I will be hanging out with you on October 30th, because when I prefer to crawl in a hole and die, yeah. you'll be making me laugh instead. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So here we are, we're on Proverbs chapter three, starting in verse number five. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding, unto your own understand, thine own understanding, and in all ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. 
Isn't that great? All the different mm-hmm. things going on here. Stephanie, right away, Proverbs 5 and 6, we've heard people talk all the time, Proverbs 5 and 6. I've probably heard 100, I probably have heard 100 sermons, maybe even a little more on Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And you know, these verses, they speak right to the heart that's hurting. They speak right to that PTSD sufferer. They speak right to that lady or man that's sitting in silence, that's uh, really going through it. And, and, and I mean, what comes to your mind when you think of those first two? Wow. <clears throat> well, I did journal these last night for sure. Um, but you know, these verses you hear so many times, this is my life verse. And, and I think we can almost, we've lost the power that's contained in these verses because they're they're quoted so much. And so you almost have to take, take a step back and say, okay, God, erase all of the, you know, almost like we just turn off when we hear these verses because we've heard them so often. But I remember after Charles died coming to these verses in a way I had never looked at them before because we just throw them out. We just say them because they're truth and we know them. But what does it mean to trust in the Lord with all thine heart? Yeah. What's that really mean? That word all it doesn't say just trust in the Lord with thine heart. It says all thine heart. In other words, every solitary single part. Yeah. It means the parts that make no sense. It means when when your heart feels like it's been shredded on a cheese grater, you're still supposed to trust the Lord with all of it. And you know, then again in verse six, in all thy ways acknowledge him. Even the even the ways, even the paths that leave us at death's, you know, in the valley of the shadow of death, and wherever those paths lead us, are we still acknowledging him? Are we still looking to him? Even the little things, you know, the the paths that you know, the everyday paths of life that seem like they're just a part of everyday life because they are, and yet are we taking time? Are we, is it so much a part of our lives? Is Christ so much a part of our lives that in all of our ways we're acknowledging him because he gives direction in paths, even the little paths, even the paths that maybe don't seem like that big of a deal. Even the paths, you know, I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, the Lord will lay something just recently the, over the last couple of weeks the Lord was laying a specific person on my heart over and over. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking like constantly laying this person on my heart and I couldn't understand why. And it seemed like such a little thing. And so I was praying for that person, but, and yesterday, I mean, I was like blown away when I found out something that this person's been going through and I knew that path that specific, that seemed like such a little thing that God kept impressing on my heart was not little. It was a huge, huge deal that that person was being impressed on my heart. And understanding that if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, he'll direct our paths, those little paths, those big paths, because they're all big. Little paths lead to the big roads. And so there's so much power here. I mean, if you really dissect these two verses, it will change your life. It will. And, you know, there's so many people who just want to give half. There's so there's so many people that just want to give a little piece of the heart. They, but when you give it all, 
the little things, the big things, the things that, you know, when you just say, God, here it is, here I am, take it all. Here's my whole heart. You can have it. I think that's what you're getting at, Stephanie. It's so important that, and you know, we try to understand and the biggest mistake we make is we try to understand God. We can't understand an infinite, wonderful God who's always been, I am, who's always been there, who's never, never been anywhere else. Uh, He's always been the God, always will be the God. We can't understand him, yet there's entire groups of people who pervert uh, the Bible and Bible verses that try to point to some level of <clears throat> secret that they found about uh, about him. Well, God is sovereign. God is all these things. God's atonement's free to all. We get all that. But there's no secrets that are kept from us in the idea of salvation. There's no mysteries that are kept from us in the idea of how we should live our life. And so yeah. these people who want to add to stop adding to the word of God and don't do that. You know, just preach what's in the word of God completely. It's fulfilled. It's everything we need. Now, I know there's some mysteries. I know there's some things that we may or may not put together when we get to heaven, but, you know, acknowledge him and let him direct our path. So it's telling us, trust in him, give him the whole heart and acknowledge him. And then the, that verse seven, Stephanie, talks an awful lot too. It says, be not wise in your own eyes or in thine eyes in their own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It's saying in your, in thine own eyes, you know, don't be wise. You're not wise. You can't live up to where God is. You're, you're never going to get there. You can't look God face to face. Stop trying to be wise in your own eyes. Wisdom belongs to God. You want to be wise, read the book of Proverbs and over and over again, you're writing down God's law over and over again. You're following what God's telling you to do over and over again. You're doing what God tells you to do. And so, you know, God's word, it doesn't change. It's forever. And it's saying, you know, be wise, be not wise in thine own eyes. Stop it. Stop being an egomaniac. Stop being a narcissist. Stop being a control freak. Stop being all those things. Trust Mm -hmm. God. Give him all your heart. I mean, am I all wet there with verse seven or there's no way we can do this? Yeah, there's, and there, there's, again, we come back to a choice and, I am, I'm so convicted. Um, when I, when I really stop and think about this, cause we're, we're given, a, we're given commands here, right? These are three commands. And in verse five, it says, obviously trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And then it says, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Yeah. And to me, this looks like taking my hands off the wheel and saying, God, you're in charge of my life. I'll sit in the back seat. I'll sit in the passenger seat. I'll let you be in charge. And this verse, to put it in, to put it in New Testament terms, is Romans 12, 1 and 2. Because if we are not leaning on our own, if we're really following that command, we have to be leaning on something. Yeah. We are leaning on something. So if we are not, if we are choosing to not lean on our own understanding, if we're by faith obeying this, we will, we, we have no choice. It will leave us trusting the Lord. It will leave us dependent on him. It will leave us in a place of, um, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. 
and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. And that faith is the same that, that Paul talked about in Galatians, is the same faith, the same trust that's talked about here in verse 5. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, I think over and over again, it is a trust issue. Trust in the Lord. It is a trust issue. And, and folks, I don't know who's better to trust in. And, you know, this particular proverb, Proverb 3, is comparing your trust in yourself or your trust in God. I do know one thing. I'm not God. I'm not even all that bright. I'm just being, I'm not trying to be humble here. I'm just telling you, there are p- people out there who are ridiculously intelligent. No matter how smart they are, no matter how much they have going for them, they can't even be a dot in God's infinite wisdom. Mm. We need to understand that. They don't even register. We don't even register. So mm. stop, you know, you need to trust in God. You need to stop being wise in your own eyes and saying, well, I've got this figured out. I know what I'm doing. No, you need to trust God. You need to put God first. You need to be in that place where God's first. And it's hard. I get it. We have these hurting hearts. We deal with this PTSD. We have this hypervigilance. It's easier to look at our own selves and say, you know, this makes sense or this. Stop it. Say, God, you're this infinite, wonderful God who loves me so much and I'm going to trust in you and you alone. I'm going to trust in you. And, and that reminds me as we transition into a song, a couple things I, I want you to remember as we just went through, remember, uh, we trust in the Lord with everything. Give me your whole heart today and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, remember and always, always stop and say, God, you've done this. This is all you. It has nothing to do with me and be not wise in your own eyes. Stop that. Stop that. So we got three. We, we tried to get six done today, but we got three, and I feel good about that. And I have a song for you here, In Christ We Will Trust. Now, who wrote this song, Stephanie, In Christ We Will Trust, from our first album? I did. So this is another Stephanie. It's two days in a row of Stephanie written songs. So words and music here are from Stephanie. It's one of my favorite songs. You'll hear her and the kids singing. Please pay attention to this. Pay attention to Every word after this song that Eric has to tell you about knowing for sure you're saved. Brother Eric's going to give you the best information possible, and we want to see folks saved. So here's our song, In Christ We Will Trust. Trust in God with all your heart and lean not Understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Oh Lord, we trust in you. We know you will see us through, though we can. 
my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. We are clay in our potter's hand. His master design he has planned for me to Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.